Shayla, good morning this morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, champion um, and your champion listeners, um, the heavyweight listeners of this wonderful champion breakfast show. Are, are you well, sir? I'm on top of the world. It's a blessing to talk to you and it's a blessing to know that there are listeners out there who are listening to your great show. Some advice uh, from you, bruh, in identifying crime hotspots and uh, getting the police to know about it and uh, getting follow-up. How do we go about doing that? Um, The police in your area, in my specific area, in those um, specific area, uh, have what they call sectors. Sectors would be um, derived from the policing. You divide your policing area into maybe four blocks. Uh, those four blocks, you have quadrant A, quadrant B, quadrant C, quadrant D. From those sectors, the police have a responsibility um, to feed the community with information on a a weekly basis and then from that weekly basis from that briefing you have what you call um, a station crime combating forum where the police every morning meet to discuss the crimes that happened um, the night before and they would then in that weekly meeting with the sector um, community uh, a sector committee they would then be able to communicate the times at which uh, the crime happens, the spot at which the, tri- uh, the crime happens, as well as the day uh, on which crime happens. Say, for an example, you will be told that on Friday between 200 hours and 400 hours, uh, you will find assault in area A or B, uh, or rapes or uh, attempted rapes or murder um, between and point A and point B in a particular area, we then refer, or it is then referred to as the hot spot. Now, quickly going uh, going back to your question, uh, how do we identify a hot spot? Mm. Uh, murder, rape, um, hijackings, hijackings, yes, uh, break-in, burglaries, and theft out of um, property, uh, theft out of cars that are parked on the street as well as the theft of cars. So the long and short, um, it becomes key and crucial that that area is then defined as a hotspot, which is what the police do every day. It's then defined as a hotspot. And then the role of the community and the police would then be to stabilize, to stabilize that hotspot. How do you stabilize the hotspot? The police continuously do patrols in that area, engages with members of the community in that particular area after having established a sector crime forum or a sector crime combating forum. And and the members of the community would then observe and engage with the sector commander. A sector commander is a gentleman who would then liaise with uh, the station commander and the whole station in terms of feedback from the community, complaints from the community, music that has been going on and on and on right through the night while some other people are studying, um, whilst also others uh, are preparing for this great show and you find that uh, Andy Next Door is playing music, blaring music, then disturbing this gentleman who's uh, conducting and producing the show.
Sure, because uh, also what worries me, I don't know if the team has seen this, you find that uh, when you are on the road, there will be a big sign with a red dot that says crime hotspot. But uh, most of the time, I never see the police in that vicinity to say there's a hotspot, but we are here. In my almost 12 years experience and having it engaged with the police, I have never criticized the police. I always um, um, provide constructive criticism. This time I'm going to criticize um, the, the organization, law enforcement agencies. <coughs> Excuse me. We're not supposed to have a, a, that red dot that says that place is a, is a hot spot of crime. Um, we're supposed to kill the hotspot. And how do we kill the hotspot? We make sure that um, these boys on the El Dorado Bridge, um, just before you hit uh, El Dorado from that curve on the N12, on the November 12th, where these young boys would then stand on top of the bridge and then throw rocks over the bridge, smashing uh, windscreens of cars, and then when you stop or throwing eggs, um, on your windscreen or on the windscreen of motorists, just like the one in Northwest on Dr. Moroka Drive, when you drive into Rustenburg and Tabalekhaya on to your left, uh, or Rustenburg Kluof. It then becomes a responsibility of the member of the com- members of the community being advised by the police to ensure that um, they lay a trap or they set a trap for those youngsters and elders who throw, or for those criminals, or for those potential criminals, who throw the rocks and the eggs over that bridge so that you can stop, and when you stop to wipe your your windscreen, these boys suddenly appear from um, the stomach of the night and hijack your car or take your belongings. So the long and short, the police have a responsibility to advise you and I this morning as we are driving out to gyms and are driving out to work, to say in particular area A or B, uh, you will find there is a potential that you find one, two, three, four. This is what you do. That's how you kill a hotspot. That red dot for me doesn't make it. Whether my colleagues in the uniform, um, in the brown and blue and all other forms of uniform, like what I'm saying or not, I, I'm not really worried. I'm worried about uh, putting a sign that says that's a hotspot. Kill a hotspot, arrest the individual, make sure that the whole country is safe sector by sector. Well, uh, my technical producer, Zelma, tells me that uh, the route that she takes on her way to work, she always sees uh, police officers in the areas that people have uh, pointed out as hotspots, which is good to hear. Um, I hope uh, this will translate to various other places as well. Now, but you know, sharing information, because uh, as, as the saying goes, we all know, many of us know who is breaking the law in our communities. Either we don't report for various reasons or we're just afraid. Uh, how are we doing on that score? And of course, uh, the issue of illegal firearms, which uh, are a problem. In most instances, we don't report because the police, some of the police, let me not say the police in general, some of the police members uh, are rotten to the core. Some of the police members work with criminals. Some of the police members are sent by drug dealers to rate point A or B, when you have um, identified them and shared them with the police, some of them do reveal names, not all police officers, but a small number of those criminals who are wearing the blue uniform, which must be turned from blue to orange uh, until it becomes green um, for whatever reasons that uh, 
uh, orange normally turns green. It is significant that um, when members of the community have identified the suspect who has a firearm, who has been robbing, it becomes the responsibility of the police officer to go and arrest uh, that suspect without identifying and without selling um, out the particular person who provides uh, that information. And this is the reason. You provide that information, you save the lives of Kuku Madibu Seng or Kuku Kebuho, on Tatemoho Lucillo, on Tatemoho Lupule, a grandfather Pule and grandma Joyce, whatever, whatever the name, you save the life of that particular person. If you don't squeal on the name of that particular person, possibly um, criminals may jump over the wall, go and commit the crime. So it is important that, one, the police know that it is their responsibility to protect us uh, from vipers, uh, to protect us from predators. It is also their responsibility to keep our identity safe so that mm-hmm. we don't become victims of the very same criminals that we want to get, uh, get rid out of our community. I, I, I saw a story of a school in KZN that has been hit by criminals since 2018, 16 times. And uh, no arrests. Um, the school is trying to engage the community because they've been hit 16 times, right? And obviously, something is wrong in that community. Something definitely satanic and evil is going on in that community. And um, when I provide strategic advice in a, a situation of that nature, I would then say, um, when they sell computers or when they sell chairs, uh, set aside 2,000 or 3,000, or we come together, we bend, my friends and people like yourself, we bend, we raise about 10,000, and then we buy that stuff. When we buy that stuff from that individual, we then, uh, then set up, establish a nodal point from where the police would operate from. We would buy uh, that stolen goods from that criminal and then involve the station commander or and or give the pol- uh, give the police in a particular area or a particular spot um money so that they can send someone uh, in the tegitahare and the spot to go and buy the stuff and that's how you then identify those criminals which makes it easier uh, for the police to can then arrest the suspect the problem is when you don't play the uh, the game according to the rules of the game of the criminals. In most instances, uh, the police struggle to find a suspect. But when you do what they do, Oreka Dulas, Oreka Dulas is because you want to share that information with the police. You don't buy uh, Opry's Dulas because uh, you want to enjoy the new tires and the new Meg, uh, Meg wheels on your car, which came at the death or at the expense of the death of Mdu or Andy. Yeah. Um, also, how are we doing in terms of fake goods, Brandy? Because, hey, many of us are either buying fake goods, expired food, uh, or goods that are not supposed to be sold. Skin lightening creams and all of those. How, how are we doing in, in terms of uh, getting these things out of the market? 
Um, it is difficult. It is difficult. It is difficult. It is difficult. You go to China Mall. I can go with you on do or any of the brothers and sisters who are producing the show. I can drive with them at uh, 9 o'clock this morning. We go to China Mall or Dragon City. You will find uh, uh, packs and packs of grandpa tablets. Those grandpa tablets, you'd realize that they're destined for the father shops in our communities. In 2015, when I went to Crime Stoppers International Conference uh, in Cape Town, we were shown um, grandpa tablets, a proper branding and a proper designed tablet that I would take for grandpa. When it was um, analyzed, when it was crushed to check on the ingredients, it was found out at that conference that uh, it's just chalk that has been uh, properly and professionally molded into a a kind of a tablet. And you can imagine when you have headache and you take that continuously, you take that poisonous substance into your system, you consume it, it will definitely create a problem for yourself. And when we quickly talk about uh, food crimes, uh, you remember the story six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago in China when a lot of babies died as a result of the mm. fake a baby formula. Yes. Um, that baby formula um, was um, 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 manufactured by criminals in that particular area. And not only for the Chinese market, it was also sent out to the rest of the world. And I am afraid to indicate to you that that kind of a formula, you find them at uh, most of these um, uh, fly-by-night fake uh, companies, uh, places like uh, China Mall. I have a particular problem with China Mall because, amongst others, you find the outfit here, Orlando Pirates, the outfit here, Kaiser Chief, Morocco Silos, our beautiful club that have kept us going throughout the past eight years and many of the challenges. You found those T-shirts going for about uh, 20 and 30 and our Springbok jerseys, our Thomas jerseys. The long and short is um, we're not going, doing that good because it, kept, it keeps on being produced cheaply in China, uh, shipped through to uh, our port, either through Mozambique uh, or coming through Deben and that kind of stuff. We're not doing good. And I am worried about the impact of health um, of the consumers of those uh, so-called cheap goods. I do not say cheap. We buy them cheap on uh, the street corners. I don't buy the chargers that you find at uh, robots, uh, my brother. Yeah. I don't buy the fake the fake Ray-Benz that you find in the corner of the street, or those, or those fake jerseys, even when I go to watch a football game, I have a responsibility to buy directly from Orlando Pilots, Kaiser Chief, Morocco, Swilos, um, uh, Bloemfontein, uh, uh, Celtics. I have a responsibility to do that. Failure to do so is taking the money, and that money it, uh, um, goes out to criminal, organized criminal syndicates all over the world who then um, produce uh, firearms. Those firearms go into conflict areas like your DRCs, like your Ethiopia, like your Somalia. Yeah, Riley. So, basically, get more uh, communities involved. The communities need to really, really find ways of helping the police and the relationship between the police and the community needs to be at an 
um, optimum level, if you will, or it needs to be as healthy as can be. It must be normal to have police just having chats with, with the community just to find out uh, what what's going on. Yes, sir. If the police in your area do not wish to work with the community, the Office of the National Commissioner issued out an instruction in 2009. It, uh, it referred to as National Instruction 3 of 2009. It was then um, amended to National Instruction 3 of 2013. That National Instruction says uh, the police and the community in a sector uh, must work together. Um, I am part of the, uh, the strategies or the core authors of the National Community Policing Strategy that is uh, currently being used uh, to police South Africa. The police have a responsibility to visit a person of influence like yourself and all other um, members of the community who are in good standing to organize them into a sector committee so that we can hold them to account by law. Remember last week I indicated that the Community Police Forum um, is a structure of the South African Constitution given birth to by an act of parliament, SAPS Act uh, 68 of 1995. Brother Andy, once again, a pleasure having you on, giving us uh, much needed energy to be aware of our surroundings and uh, to engage with uh, all the stakeholders in our communities so we have uh, safe communities where our children can play freely. Thank you for joining us once again, Brandy. Wishing you a lucky Thursday. Thank you, big brother. I woke up feeling like a novice and I'm leaving this show feeling like a champion because I have been in the midst of champions. Yourself, your producers and your listeners. Thank you for joining us, Brandy. Have a fabulous day.